right, welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast. Here we are on the last Monday of November 2023. We made it through Thanksgiving. I hope you did. I hope you got to see a lot of your friends and your relatives that you care about, you're grateful for, but you probably saw some that, (laughs) well, we won't go there. But I hope you had a lot of great food and your favorite team won the game. Uh, But we've been talking a lot about influence this month. Um, It's been good. The first um, Monday of November, we talked about a definition for influence and how it is the power or ability to change or affect someone or something, especially the power to cause changes without directly forcing those changes to happen. That, that's influence. When you're a change maker, when your world around you, without even forcing it or asking it to happen, you've had influence. Then the second week we talked about influence realized, we talked about how everyone at some point realizes that, hey, I do have some influence. I have some influence in my life. Even if my kids won't listen to me, somebody's watching, somebody's listening to me, and I have influence. Every person has influence, no matter if they have a title, a position or not, you're influencing someone. Then the third week, last week, we talked about influence specialized. We found out that God created us in a very special way with special gifts and talents and abilities, and he put those in us for a very specific reason so that we could use those to be an influence for his kingdom and his glory. And so today, I want to wrap up this influence session with um, influence capitalized. How can I best use my influence for God's glory to make that kingdom impact? And we believe at Men of Iron that it's through mentoring, which equals multiplication. So we want to multiply who we are uh, in other people in a good way, in a godly way, um, to make people better, to help them grow and become better themselves. But first, remember this, for you to help others to grow, you got to be growing yourself. I mean, you can only teach, you can teach what you know, but you can only reproduce who you are. And so sometimes we miss that. So to get around to that today, let's talk about what some of the enemies of influence could be, possibly. Now, if you remember, uh, I think the first and second week, we discussed a few words that equal trust. Those words are authenticity humility, integrity, and consistency. You have all those combined together. And when you live a a life that represents these characteristics, then it builds trust. Trust, uh, people have trust in you. And when you have their trust, you can influence their life for the good. And this comes along with caring for people, genuinely caring for people. You see, we don't seek to influence others for our own benefit. We learn that. We want to add value to people's lives. And when we add value to their life, the byproduct is influence. We, we're influencing their decisions, the things that matter in their life. We can add value by believing in others and helping them become better. And when we do that, we gain influence into their life. So some of the enemies that we can write down and and remember the enemies of influence would be not living with integrity, not living an honest life. 
I can't. I remember the time back when I was at a department store. I bought something. I can't remember what it was, but I remember I was with a friend, and as we got in the car, I was counting my change. I had paid in cash, and when I got cash back, they gave me way too much. It should have been a dollar and something. Well, it was a $10 bill and then some coins. And I realized this after I got in the car, cranked the car, was starting to pull out of the parking lot, and it just really hit me. This is not right. I need to go back and tell the truth and uh, make this right. So I didn't even tell my friend what was going on. I just pulled back into the parking lot, and they're like, what are you doing? I said, hang on one second. I forgot. And I went inside and um, told the cashier, you know, you gave me a 10 instead of a 1 and made it right. And they were very appreciative over that. I got back in the car, told my friend uh, what had happened. He was like, are you crazy? No one would have ever known. You could have kept that and been $9 to the good. And so it was a, a great moment for me to share with him that when you walk in integrity, it is. It doesn't have a price on it. It's got a. It's got a huge price on it. Actually, it does. I mean, if you are willing to do something like that for nine dollars, that's just a chink in the armor, and the enemy will get in there and, and convince you later in life that it's okay. It's okay to do it for a hundred dollars. It's okay to do it for a thousand dollars. And the next thing you know, you're you're not a person of integrity at all. And what was more important to me was that I could walk with, uh, in God's eyes with integrity and character, and I would be someone he could trust. And so this is very important to have influence. You need to walk in integrity, walk in character, walk in honesty, and keep your word, and do the right thing, no matter how hard it is. And number two not being authentic, that's another enemy of influence. People can smell this a mile away. If you're being a fake person, trying to be something you're not, they're not going to give you their trust. You're not going to earn trust by being fake. You have to be the true person you are and not try to be something bigger than you are or in your mind at least, something you think that they want to see. What they want to see is the real you. So to be authentic, if you're not authentic, that's a huge enemy to walk in with influence. Humility is the next one. Not, not being humble. Pride is a killer. It kills everything. And it will absolutely kill your influence. So don't walk with pride. Walk humbly before men. And let your reputation speak for itself. Consistency is huge. So the enemy to that is not being consistent. When you're when you're not consistent, people can't count on you. If they can't count on you, they're not going to give you any trust. Therefore, you'll never influence their life for the good. And that's why God placed us here. Remember, we talked about that. Now, with all of that together, those are, those are the enemies. And the last one I want to mention is not continuing to grow and learn yourself. You need to always be growing, always be learning and enlarging what you know in your leadership and your influence. That way 
you can always lead others further down the road for their good. So, we've seen some enemies there of influence. Uh, I want to talk to you about the caring part, being a caring person, caring for other people. Some people would say a nurturing person, having a nurturing attitude towards others. This is huge to capitalize your influence. People are influenced most by other people who make them feel the best about themselves. Did you get that? People are influenced most by other people who make them feel best about themselves. I've heard it said uh, more than once, especially by John Maxwell. I reference him a lot. I've read a lot of his stuff over the years, listened to a lot of his podcasts. But he says, every person should walk away from an encounter or conversation with you feeling like they're a better person because of it. And largely, you can do this by just being an encourager. Encouragement has been said is 51% of leadership. If you can just encourage someone, they'll feel better about themselves and walk away thinking they're a better person because of it. And you do this genuinely, of course, with integrity. Um, You don't have to make things up. You just call out what is real that you see. And, And to do that, you have to pay attention. You have to be in the moment with every person that you're with. You can't be looking over their shoulder for the next conversation or thinking about what your next meeting is. You you have to be in the moment and realize who this person is that God has created. Bring in those special talents, gifts, and abilities we talked about uh, last week that God put down in you and use those to influence this person so that they will feel better about themselves. To see, the key to influence is being others-minded. And when you nurture and you care for other people, listen to this. They receive some great benefits from that. The first one is a positive self-worth. They start to feel like their self-worth is even better by being around you. The second one is a sense of belonging. People need to feel that they are included in this world. There's so many people just looking for the place that they're supposed to belong. They get this. When you nurture them, you really care for them. Number three is uh, a right perspective. They get a right perspective. It's what people think they are not that holds them back. So you turn that perspective around. It's not about what they're not. It's about what they are. And you draw out those great attributes that are in each person and encourage them with those. Number four is a feeling of significance, that they really, really matter. They're significant to our society. They are a contributor of what is good. And if you nurture that and you encourage that, it begins to grow like a beautiful plant. Their significance gets bigger and bigger, and their influence becomes broader themselves. Number five is hope. They receive hope when you do that. When you nurture a person, you really care for them, they receive hope to become the greatest they can be, the best that they can be. You help people reach their potential by lifting them to a higher place. You get it? That is influence. That's what it's about. And when you have the ability to listen to other people, you can grow on in, in these areas. These are the areas we all need to grow in. 
and have more faith in people. And we work on that through our attitude, our leadership, and our personal relationship with others. We begin to grow ourselves when we start to nurture other people. And to become a person of influence and make a positive impact on people, you must come alongside them and really get involved in their lives. That's why I love mentorship so much. Our Strong 27 program for Men of Iron is the one-on-one. That's the pinnacle. That is the summit of the mountain. That's where we want to see every man get to is have a personal mentor, one-on-one that they meet with every other week, and they receive this kind of care through authenticity, humility, integrity, and consistency, and they care for people. And they bring all these positive effects into their life. When you model integrity and you motivate people and you care for them and nurture them and understand them, you can build a strong relationship and connect with them. And then you help them to enlarge their own lives. They grow through your investment. And remember what I told you, to grow others, you must first grow yourself. To do more for others, you have to become more yourself. Remember, you can teach people what you know, but you can only reproduce who you are. That's influence. Now, to go to a higher level of growth, you continue to grow. You have to seek that out. Seek out your own mentor. Seek out uh, materials, resources, podcasts, books, those things, uh, even conferences. Just grow yourself and continue to grow. All right. So it takes time, it takes money, it takes commitment. It's a huge price. But listen to some of the benefits. Number one, you start to see people's potential and you bring that out to them. Number two, you can cast a vision for their future when you see it in them. Number three, you can tap into their passions. When you get, you learn to know what they're passionate about and use that and to show them they're specially made for their own influence. Now, number four, we got to address character flaws. That's one of the things we do. Number five, we focus on their strengths first and then the weaknesses later, unless it is a character flaw, then you address it first. Number six, you enlarge them one step at a time. Take it slow. Give them a little bit at a time to grow them. Number seven, put resources in their hands that's going to help them. Number eight, expose them to growing experiences. Take them with you. Invite them along. Number nine is to teach them to be a self-grower as well. Then you're starting the multiplication process through mentorship. Guys, I really hope that you latch on to this and, and realize what an influence you really are. If you don't have a mentor, seek one out. If you don't have a protege, seek one out. Mentor and multiply your influence in others for godly purposes to grow the kingdom of heaven. And I'm praying for you. I'm excited for you. It's one of the most exciting things you could ever do is have influence in another man's life and watch him in turn pick that up, grow, and become an influencer himself. Hey, thanks for joining me this month of November for Influence 
I want you to tune in next Monday. Make sure you don't miss a single Monday in December. The Men of Iron podcast is going back to video. You can watch it. That's exciting, guys. So jump on and watch it. Two of my buddies, Justin Watkins and Travis Albanicious, man, they're going to be tackling the four-man killers. The four-man killers are going to be talking about things like fear, apathy, lust, addiction. You don't want to miss this. Week one next Monday is overcoming fear. So jump on and join us again for the Men of Iron podcast. Peace.